Welcome to Not Another Podcast featuring Jade and MJK. This is Not Another Podcast with Jade. I'm MJK. And this is where we discuss all things pop culture. All things pop culture. Today we are discussing Netflix originals. OG Netflix shows, <laughs> eh? And movies, yeah. of course. Docos. Yes. They cover a wide range of shit. A lot, actually. So I did do my research. As so you I, do, I you're love a it. Fucking nerd. <laughs> nerd alert. <laughs> <laughs> nerd alert. Love it. Um, we are talking about Netflix. It has 118 million subscribers. Worldwide? Yep. Worldwide, about 55 million in the US alone. 2009, it went to the PS3, and obviously that's carried over to uh, PS4, and also it was on Xbox 360, Xbox One, and now smart TVs. It reached us in Australia in 2015, and I think I've had it pretty much ever since it mm-hmm. came in. Samesies. It recently paid Disney $300 million to stream their films. Oh, Disney's such a whore. But Disney, we'll talk about that later when we talk about the Marvel, because I think there's a direct correlation there between Why some of the cancellations. Yep. Yeah. And a, an approximate market value of $151 billion. Although I was reading that they are in a bunch of debt, even though with that market value. Yeah, but which, again, the cancellations. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm confused, but whatever. I'm confused. They earn this much, they make this much. And I think that's just because they've spent a lot of money, but I guess they haven't made the profits of all of that yet. Um, and they're the first... Three Netflix original TV series were Orange is the New Black, House of Cards, and Hemlock Grove. And I had forgotten about Hemlock Grove. Neither of us have actually watched that. Yeah. But, um... <laughs> Fuck is Hemlock Grove? You said you didn't even watch it based on the name the of title. it. Like, I, yeah, yeah, I just saw the title and the, whatever the little box was with the picture, and I was just like, get the fuck out of here. And it's before they had the trailers running for you. You didn't yeah. have a choice to watch that, so yeah. that might have been able to give you some more information. But no, never watched it, never had interest. Orange is New Black and House of Cards, I think I just knew of them instantly because I have watched them, but also they were very critically acclaimed. They were getting Emmy and Golden Globe nominations, and there was a lot of mockery about, you know, oh, soon it'll be Snapchat winning up all the Golden yeah. Globes. yeah. And yet they've since had things like Amazon and Apple TV and all these things that are taking over with um, their own original shows. YouTube as well. YouTube, like, yeah. yeah. It's it's crazy how much... Cobra Kai show was fucking boss. You watch that? What is it? The spin-off from the Karate Kid movies. No, not at all. I haven't oh, even heard of it. so good. Uh, we'll talk about that another time. What programming was that through? Network? YouTube. It was YouTube. So oh, wow. it was, I think... I could be wrong, but I think it was YouTube's first full-blown original series. So they, oh, gave, okay. they gave away, I think, the first two or three episodes for free, and this was when they were really trying to bump up people to like pay for YouTube. Okay. Which I'm pretty sure that you, you get all of their content when you pay for it, oh. as well as you don't have to look at ads anymore. Yeah. So when you're on general YouTube, yeah, but, you um, I don't know what else you get because I think they still stream movies and stuff, but you you can only find that stuff once you actually. Do subscribe. Anyway, we're not talking about YouTube today, but Cobra Kai was boss. <laughs> Take note. Yeah. Um, so yeah, there was just some, some some of the facts, and they are obviously where those where the Netflix shows originated. So today we're going to talk about our favorite Netflix originals. Oh, There's geez. a lot of other stuff that's on there we could talk about, but yep. they fall into other categories. We might even talk about shows that we do not like for whatever reason. 
-hmm. And these, we're talking movies, everything. Although, you know, when I was writing everything down, I didn't even think of movies. I've got all TV shows here. I only have a small list of movies. But you know what? They're mostly only the ones I've watched, though, because... Yeah, of course. Yeah. And I've watched a bunch, but I didn't make note of that. I would have had to go back through my viewing activity, which you can do through the app mm -hmm. and have a look at what you've watched. Um, but I didn't think of that. I've definitely watched Netflix original movies. There's a bunch coming out. That's where they're spending a lot of the money. Mm -hmm. um, but I just went for TV shows. But I like that because in our other episodes, we do, besides sitcom and gaming, we do concentrate a lot more on film. So we'll give nods, the, yeah, yeah. We'll give nods to a bunch shows. of TV shows today. Your dog. Did you want to start us off? Well, I've got a, a rather hefty list. <clears throat> well, gonna, so, I'm, I'll power through some of the TV shows, but then there's the other stuff I want to get to, like the documentaries, yeah, um, animated stuff, yep. as well as uh, the movies, of course, yep. and then shows that were given a second chance by Netflix that were cancelled originally by other I stuff. actually made a similar list going, yep. we should dis yep. discuss the fact that Netflix saved... Some of the shows we weren't quite finished with yet. Yes, yeah, and even like, you know, many years after the fact. So Yeah, like Arrested Development, for correct. example, which we're yeah. not acknowledging as great or a favourite, but it is something that was Those saved by Netflix. Those first three seasons were amazing. Yep. It was great to introduce it to, to friends who maybe not even heard of it. And then yeah. when they had the next season, which wasn't great, we were just like, yeah, whatever. But, uh, yeah, most importantly, to touch on what you said, those first two original shows, not including Hemlock Grove, Orange is the New Black and House of Cards. Orange is the New Black, I think, was just one of those drama comedy things yeah. that I'd somehow, I think, related to everybody in Indeed. the strangest way. Everyone was watching it's it. It's easy to watch. It was... And they ne never knew how to categorise it. I think they categorised it originally at the Emmys and Non-Globes as comedy, and mm. then they went over to drama to see if they could change their luck in winning. Yeah. <laughs> But they didn't know how to categorise it. And that's maybe where it falls in line with reaching everyone. Yeah. Because it's got a bit of everything. And speaking of cancelled, by Orange is the New Black. House of Cards, I thought the first season was one of the best. It was great. First seasons of, I guess you'd call it television. Yeah. Just TV shows. How do you even categorise that? Netflix isn't TV. It's interweb. <laughs> it's TV. Because you play it on TV. We'll just go with Mate, that. but net... <laughs> internet and flicks being a, a slang term for films. Yeah, so this is a this is a internet TV. That's what this show <laughs> was. But that first season of House of Cards, I thought, was absolutely brilliant. And there's a massive twist at the start of the second season. Have you watched House of Cards? I've watched. I'm just thinking in my head now. I watched maybe a season before Spacey leaves, and I've been meaning to pick it back up, but I just fell off with it a little bit. Because I so maybe watched... three. I haven't watched the Spacey. Oh, actually, I think they're up to six before he got booted. I've watched three, mate. Yeah, three or four. Yeah, but um, yeah, not just not to get on the Kevin Spacey bandwagon, but he did a brilliant job. Oh yeah. And uh, that show. I love the narration. Oh yeah, <laughs> the yeah. director dress. <laughs> it's it's just it was a it was a really good show, and I like that it was political, but at the same time it was ridiculous, but at the same time you thought, Jesus fuck, this shit probably does happen. Oh yeah. Uh, especially in Australian government with all the mutiny shit. That, mm, yeah. I mean, when was the last time we actually elected a Prime Minister? Everyone's been <laughs> booted out. Like, you just watch it and you go, well, you know, this stuff does happen behind closed doors. Um, moving on, Stranger Things. I've got that there as well. Have you watched it? Oh, 100%. Yes. yes I, all of it. I genuinely love that show. <laughs> I think right. I love it's in the eighties. Yes, that was the biggest thing for me because uh, everyone was just like, "Oh, you gotta watch it." I'm like, "I don't know, it's a bunch of kids." Yeah. 
And uh, people were like, nah, you'll love it. It's kind of spooky and all this shit. So I did my traditional thing. I'm like, if I'm going to watch some spooky shit, I'm going to wait till it's dark. Turn on <laughs> yes. the lights off and watch it. And then when they had that opening sequence, which wasn't super spooky, but then they went into the opening credits and the music. I was oh, like, oh, music. what a callback to the 80s The, the music 70s, is amazing. Man. There's something about the 80s that audiences love. Yeah. People are tapping into that now. Um, was it Spielberg that did it with Super 8? Yeah, a like, long time oh, ago as well. It was a great sort of putting quotation mark kid film. Yeah. And then the latest I'll mention later, Sex Education is English but yeah, of the same note. So Is that based in the eighties? Yeah. Well oh. no, they okay, so this is the interesting part is that they're wearing eighties clothing, it's eighties soundtrack, but they're on iPhones and mobiles and it's oh. really trippy. But they make it they're like not that. on that all the time. Ooh. And then they say, oh, that's so 2008. So it's definitely set now, but it looks like the 80s and it sounds like the 80s. Okay. And it's good. It's got Gillian Anderson in it, right? Yes. Good. Yeah, she's, she's the sex therapist yeah. mother. <laughs> All right. Uh, Happy. Have you seen Happy? No. I loved that. For those who haven't seen it. What genre is it? Uh, Not happy? <laughs> dark comedy. Okay. Violence. It's just... It's... Who's its celebrity star or is it unknowns? It's... Uh, the guy from Law and Order SVU. Oh, the older guy. Yeah, help yeah, me out here. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. I've got his face right there, but his name is not on the tip of my tongue. Christopher Maloney. There it is. That's the homie. So <laughs> it rhymes. <laughs> yeah, Christopher Maloney. He's the homie. So he's like a disgraced. That's in quotation marks. Former cop who's now a hitman, who has a near-death experience. He's a drug addict, alcoholic. Yep. And he starts seeing this. This little blue unicorn guy who's kind of like okay who happens to be the imaginary friend yep of a girl who's been kidnapped wow and it's set around christmas and yeah. the kidnapper is a filthy disgusting santa claus which what is, which is great um kind of brilliant <laughs> yeah it's i think it's based on a comic book or a uh like graphic novel or something because the way it's shot and i know it's just it's just different it's good You'll like it. I think you should watch it. You've pitched it well. It sounds interesting. Well, I'm not doing the greatest of jobs. But <laughs> I think I think I think it was lovely. Uh, now, the end of the fucking world. Have you seen that? No, that was a TV series as well. British okay. teenagers. Yeah. yeah. One kid thinks he's not right in the head and thinks he wants to kill someone. This... That's right, and it's two two teenagers pairing yeah. up who are both sort of on the outside. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're... They're a bit not right. Like in the girls. They're the oddballs. Yeah, she's just she's got a mouth on her. Yeah, I remember when that came out. These those last you mentioned, I think around around a similar time frame, mm -hmm. easily a year ago. And mm -hmm. um, for whatever reason, as you know, we've said it before. Like, there's so much going on, so yeah. much you're watching. You don't always pick up the. I new don't stuff. know why I gave that show a yeah. chance. I think yeah, someone British told me to watch it. Okay. And I was just it's like, it's British. It's British. Okay. Yeah, it's it's dark British. Yeah. But also realistic, like feels like yeah, these are real people. Yeah, like dramatized, yeah. but still okay. feels realistic and also hilarious because what if you put two teenagers who are outcasts, it's clearly gonna be funny but awkwardly funny. Yes. So I won't spoil too much for you. Yeah. You do need to watch the shit out of it though. I think it's only six or eight episodes. Oh, that makes it easier. <laughs> Half hours. So I think I, I banged it out in two days. Yep. So I, I quite enjoyed it. And it was nice. just something, it was something different for me. It's not something I probably yeah. usually think I'd Which is enjoy. nice to get into, go, yeah. oh, okay, I did like that. And I think that's probably why I enjoyed it yeah. more. Um, Mindhunter. 
Yeah, that's on my list. Okay, yeah. well, we'll talk about that more with you then. Okay. We don't need to hear my voice all this much. <laughs> Shooter? Have you seen Shooter? No, I'm very familiar with the Wahlberg film and yes. the fact that Ryan Philippe is the star of this. It's just been cancelled though, right? Correct. Yeah. Because it got ridiculous. So oh. the first season was a stretched good. out version of really good. Of the film. Of the first. Okay, that makes sense. The, the only film, I was going to say, yeah. the first film. <laughs> uh, the, the original movie. It was stretched out and they added a few more bits in and they kind makes of... Makes sense. They added some extra stuff, which was, which was good. Yeah. Second season stuff kind of get a bit hokey, and then by the third season mm. it was just... And that's where it got cancelled, it was three yeah, seasons, yeah. It was ridiculous. And one thing I did like about it as well is uh, it, it was impossible to binge it if you watched it from the start, because this was like a weekly release show, which they only occasionally do. Yeah, yeah there's usually, a few, yeah. That's, they usually just chuck them all out at once, and they go, like, here it is! abuse it and then be miserable because you can't watch anymore where with Shooter it would be like out every Wednesday or some bollocks yeah right yeah yeah there's only a few shows that are weekly like that mm. and I always get confused about Netflix original where I know 100% it's aired elsewhere and I've seen it elsewhere and then it's gone on to Netflix well but you, apparently they have um, falls under that category they, I think it's I think it was also released with like Showtime or HBO However... They have partnerships, and that's how that yeah. works. Yeah. Because I think that's the same, which is why I'm not going to bring up Rick and Morty, because mm -hmm. they're Adult Swim. Yeah. And they, they air, and then I think within the same day, they get released on Netflix. Netflix upload about 7pm here in Australia for yeah. a new show or movie. And that's, that's how that works. Now, my favourite Netflix original TV show, I think, was Maniac. Yes. And you saw it. We've discussed that, that recently. I have seen it, actually. Oh, you did? Yeah. Yeah. I've watched it, yeah. Have we actually talked about this before? We've mentioned it, because we've also talked about Mindhunter briefly as well. Mm. I don't know what con... Oh, I know where. In our episode one, where we reviewed our favourite things, and that's why they're coming up again. Right, yeah. yes. Yeah. So Maniac, for me, again, it had... This, this is back to the solid 80s vibe feel. It does. With the technology and all that yeah. kind of stuff. Well, technology, or lack thereof. But the facts, mm. and the way it was shot, a lot of what they're wearing, and all that jazz yeah. gave it a very 80s feel and I, I like Setting. the fact that they jumped around in different I guess worlds of yeah context of and setting and environments and it it's it's not like an open ending but it really does make you think so you're like oh, are they still in the dream world are they yes yeah. because everything's so like insomnia you're like well it stops spinning yeah <laughs> yeah do you mean Inception? I mean Inception. No, I said Insomniac. Yeah. I was just thinking of you not getting any sleep. That's me, time, baby. baby. The last, I am the Insomniac. The last few times we've shot people, if you're wondering why I sound like a wet rag, it's because I haven't slept. He's <laughs> <laughs> been up all night compiling his list. Yes, I've been up all night oh, dear. compiling a list of South Park episodes that I'll never talk about. Um, so that, I think, is it for original TV shows yep. in the traditional genre of you know it's written as characters yeah yada, yada, yada. just want to give a quick shout out to their comedy specials yeah they so do neat yeah dave chappelle the resurrection of yeah. him i thought his he just banged out two specials are absolutely hilarious yeah he always gets flagged for being politically incorrect but always comes full circle he always has a reason for saying what he says yeah so i'll i will defend that man till the day i die <laughs> his good buddy bill burr he's got some great specials on there yeah and uh, Chris Rock, Tambourine, yeah. I think, was one of the most relaxed 
comedy. It was like good. relaxed, honest. But hilarious. Hilarious. Okay, good. Because he was kind of so just to be. talking about his life and where he's gone wrong, but also he was still funny as him. It was Chris Rock. It's good to see him older now with all that life experience to reflect yeah. on, whereas when yeah. he was very, very young. He was just, yeah, one of those wide mouth like... I've only watched a few comedy specials. I've watched Ellen's, of course, which was not hilarious, but it was entertaining nonetheless. Um, and Ali Wong, who I did find hilarious. She's on my... And we've mentioned her to before. Watch this, yeah. Where we, yeah, definitely. When we uh, discussed in sitcoms Fresh Off the Boat. And her being one of the writers. I really want that just to be on Netflix so I can watch the, the yeah, show. Yeah, I'll check it out if they put it on there. It's for sure. so good. Because they had episodes on not Channel 10, but one of the other Channel 10. One of our yeah, one of the commercial channels, networks. Like, yeah, I don't know what their, their other channels are. Like, not 11, but one of their other ones. Yeah. Maybe. Anyway, yeah. that's not important. But that's how I got to watch it, you know, sporadically. Right. And it was one of my... Favorite things because I barely watch commercial TV anymore. It's, Same. It's football season, just still like forty nine days away. It's forty nine. It is. I saw a countdown oh, yesterday sake. at fifty. So mad. Anyway, but yeah, <laughs> that's another thing entirely. Yeah. Um, and I watched an Amy Schumer one and a Sarah Silverman. So you only watch broads. You're very sexist. Yeah, I am, aren't I? Well, you only mentioned dudes just yeah, now. Yeah, but I've got Abby Wong <laughs> on my to watch list. Beach. And I've fucking... got. No, you don't. Adam Sandler. No, the one where don't. he has his dog on the stage. Oh, because you're such a mark for canines. That's true. Alright, um, is, is it my turn now? No, I just want to quickly say, <laughs> on the Bill Burr thing, that's what I said, it's a hefty list, my friend. On the Bill Burr thing, F is for family, great Oh yeah, scene. yes, that did come up, yeah. Yep. Big Mouth, which is yes. also great, done by Nick Kroll and some of his cronies, and just a few documentary type series unsolved was actually a tv series but it was okay. based on the investigation on the deaths of tupac and biggie oh wow right and the, it's it's called unsolved i remember reading online people being mad that it's just like you, want, no the, you want the resolution like, <laughs> you know it's, it's called unsolved that's like movies, please just yeah. shut the fuck up like a movie called for example which took me a while to register actually 500 days of summer they're only gonna, the summer is the reference to a girl, not the season. Mm -hmm. And he's only going to be with her 500 days, telling you they're going to break up. So yeah. Don't be upset. But yeah, we don't read into titles as much as we should probably. Yeah, exactly. And then uh, a full-blown series, my man, Dr. Dre, the Defiant Ones. Yep. Him and I, I'm really sorry, but uh, uh, the producer he hooked up with mm -hmm. that uh, kind of made him the man he was. So they came from two different routes. This is the guy that like, okay. worked with... Bruce Springsteen and oh, wow. the rock of the 70s, all that kind of stuff. And then and ended then, up with Dre. And then started seeing the future in, in not just Dre, but Marilyn Manson, No Doubt, all those types of bands. And it, it kind of shows that even though this dude's like 25 years older than Dre, that their lives were very yeah, parallel, wow. very similar. He was more so on the producer side, like Dre was. Yeah, 100%. Um, but Dre obviously still put out his own records because yep. to build his brand, build his name, like he's always been very business orientated. And I think that's only a four part series, but it was one of my favorite things. It's about their relationship <clears throat> in particular, yeah, not their like, careers so much, but it's, it's that starts, comes into it. Starts off like the first episode's mostly the other guy again, sorry for not knowing his name. Then the second episode's mostly Dre. Yeah. The third episode's kind of like how they meet up. Them and then covering. the fourth one's how they've pretty much taken over the world and all that kind of yeah, shit. Yeah. Well, so domination. I highly recommend watching that. Yeah. Right. Again, it's only... Four it's episodes. brief, you can get it done yes. quickly. Yes. And it's it's like most things, like I said with Netflix, you're miserable afterwards because you're like, oh, <laughs> Yes, and you have to wait so far. And yeah. I've still got movies to talk about. 
But yeah, but I'll let me ask later. you though, while you're on documentaries, it's mm. very new. It's only up, been up a week. Have you watched the Ted Bundy? No, and I kind of don't want to. Oh, really? Why not? I, Ted, you know I'm I'm fascinated by serial killers. I, yep, I am aware. I am, however, not fascinated by Ted Bundy. Really? Yeah. I was seeing, Luke I was, was watching it and I was hooked without even actually looking I'll, at it. I'll tell you why things. the reason I don't like Ted Bundy is because... Oh, he's so unlikable. Not, not just that, it's it's the way the media presented him. Okay. That he was this this dashing, gorgeous, seductive man who was smarter than the women he killed, when in actuality he was just a cowardly creep who pretended to have a broken arm and preyed on the kindness of these women. And yeah. the nerve of, you know, the media to, to call them, like, Bundy's brides. Oh. And these, these are his fucking people he's, he's murdered. And also the fact that when he was sentenced, the the judge said, and I quote, actually, I'm not going to quote, this is quote-unquote paraphrasing. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, he don't said, that wrong. Because he was, he was a law student, right? Yes. So, but he was very average in his grades, yep. and he also dropped out of law school. He said to this white man who'd murdered dozens of women, uh, it pains me to be doing this because I hate to waste your potential and he's saying this to a guy who killed a bunch of women. Oh my god. So it's not like and this this is where like you know you can really you, you say uh you know there's all these white men serial killers. Yeah. Yada, yeah. Yada. But then you think of guys like uh John Wayne Gacy and uh and Jeffrey Dahmer who exclusively killed men yeah. also of a sexual crime. Yeah. In a era where, you know, gays were that fucking just shunned mm-hmm. that they felt the only way they could is by secretly having mm-hmm. lovers and then, well, you can't tell anybody. Oh, far out. Yeah. Wow. So, and That's then intense. They're, they're, they're scum of the earth, but you've mm. got the media pumping up this guy because he was so handsome, which he wasn't, and he was so smart. No, just because you've got the film coming out with Zac Efron. Which, again, I'm disgusted by because they're overly sexualizing they're him. They're making him a pretty him boy. On, putting him on a pedestal. Yeah. You don't, the docu for what I've seen, they're not putting it on a pedestal. They're giving you the facts. And, like, that's where I know a lot less about it. So I'm going, what? He did that? And He was, like, as again, like, the reason I'm fascinated by serial killers is that I, I like to know how their mind works. Like the psyche, 100%. Yeah. What not because I'm like, oh, that's sick, they killed some fuck off. No, I, I want to try to understand. And he's, he's so obsessed, like, well, not obsessed, but he was so self-absorbed. Oh, 100%. Oh, the footage of him. Oh yeah, he, like you said, he's very unlikable. But like, yeah. and it's just like, yeah, I don't want to know about that guy, you know? Yeah, because I just know. Like, they even let him get married yeah. right before he was executed. And well, he was just very good at procrastinating to just live longer, I guess. But yeah, yeah so I'll move to a... Sorry about that. Some, no, yeah, no, <laughs> that's... Cool tangents. That's what happened you in the can, discussion. You can talk now. I'll, so I'll just mention the TV shows, and then I'd love to hear your movie list because, as I said before, I don't have a movie list. The only one that just came to mind because I saw it this morning when I was searching District Nine for you was Annihilation, which is a Netflix uh, original. That, yeah. It falls into our sci-fi category. Is that got my homeboy um, uh, Pena in it, Michael Pena? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I believe so. Led by Natalie Portman. Really cool female cast. Portman Very... on Netflix? Yeah. God, I love her. <laughs> that Natalie Portman rap she did for SNL. Oh, have you seen number two? Yeah. Oh, oh so good. It holds up. <laughs> it's so good. That's a whole other tangent. 
Um, yeah, Annihilation came to mind, so visually that's crazy cool. It's very different, and there was one scene with it that I'm like, oh my god, this is terrifying. Not jump scare, just like, oh, I don't like this right now. So it's definitely those moments, very trippy though, especially when you get to the end. You're like, right. what is happening? So you have to keep a grasp on it. Um, don't get high and watch it, is what you're saying? <laughs> don't get high and watch it. Hot tip! Hot <laughs> <laughs> tip right here, folks. Um, so the same I had as you had as you was Stranger Things and Mindhunter. Yep. I feel like everyone's watching Stranger Things as they should. Um, When's that coming back? Because it's been like two not, years. It's not. I reckon April. A lot of stuff's back in April. So I, I put my money on that. Okay. Um, so what I had there, you didn't have, and I'm not sure if you watched it. It's called Sense Eight. Ah, uh, we briefly spoke about we this. might have mentioned it because it's trippy and it's hard to get past episode one. Because I just and I remember you saying every that. character was so unlikable. You didn't like them. They weren't likable. Not one character. There was like the the. How do you put DJs on a TV show who were <laughs> doing drugs and go, "Hey, everybody, this is cool." I'm like, I hate these people. You got that poor Asian broad who's fucking shat on by oh, like her dad or whatever. Her brother. And then you got the Chicago cop who's way too pretty to be a Chicago cop. <laughs> Fuck off, you're not a Chicago <laughs> cop. Um, uh, oh, just the. Of course, you're gonna have lesbians. So, but then they're yes, just really yes. violent, and it's just like, Ugh, why? Are you, why are you hurting people? And then who else was there? Oh, and the, the okay, the the Irish mobster guy the, or whatever, the Russian. German. German. He's boss. He was. He was okay. He's cool. Which I thought was fucked up. The 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 German, the German mobster. It's the German mobster. Was the guy I was just like, no, he's all right. Which isn't right. Anyway, but talk about your garbage <laughs> sense eight shit. <laughs> do like do this is a good question though, like do characters have to be likable though? Is it more about the storyline? Like is it realistic for Shelby's you to have every quality yeah, every character to be likable, more realistic. But it just gets because very the first episode you're like, what is going on? Who is Daryl Hannah? What are they seeing? How are they connected? Why are they connected? what's going to happen because of it. And it just gets more and more intricate and complicated. And then when they start tapping into each other to say, I'm in this scenario right now, I need to channel you. Because let's say, for example, I need to get myself out of a sticky situation. I'm going to become the German mobster. Or if I need to fight my way out of something, I'm going to become the Korean chick who's like a boss fighter. Her fight scenes were one of my highlights. And then they just start using each other's skill set to actually get through the conflict they were facing. Um, it gets very, very, very complicated, but it's so, so entertaining. The pace so, of it. like, the Korean chick needs to get out of a situation by being a shitty DJ? <laughs> no, no. Yeah. They don't rely on the DJ for anything. Of course really. not. Because why the fuck is, is she, she there? The, is she the good driver? No, that's, that's someone else. I, I doubt it. Have you seen her? No, hair? the good driver is the guy from Africa. It was an African guy? Yeah. Oh, God. See, they changed him after season one because he was homophobic, which is hilarious. But, yeah. No, I, the real actor. Yeah, the real okay. actor. Same character is switched out after season one. We've spoken about switched out characters before. Anyway, since that is very good, you be the judge of that. Um, she was talking to the audience. I was talking to you, <laughs> the audience. Shush. <laughs> We're not yet global. <laughs> World domination has not begun. Um, and I've mentioned this before in our episode one when we we're reviewing our favourites, Atypical, which is a Netflix original. Uh, it's had two seasons. It has the boy with autism as the lead right. with his perspective and his voice narration. 
And I've discussed before that the mum is not very likable because of her actions, but she does redeemable things. And everyone else is likable. You like the family dynamic. You like getting an insight into the main character's head. And my housemates just started watching it as well. And I find myself just jumping on the couch and rewatching it as yeah. well. And he's like, I feel so bad for the kid. Like, you really connect with him. Yeah. And you want him to, because his main aim from episode one is get a girlfriend. Because that would be, um, yeah, it would make his day. But obviously there's twists and turns with that. We all know that really... having a significant other isn't the be all end all. No. It's kind of the worst thing that could happen to it's you. It's not how you should define yourselves, especially you should, young people you listening. You should write this kid with autism, even though he's a character <laughs> in a TV he's show, fictional. say, look, mate, you don't need a girlfriend. Don't. Just get yourself a sick place. <laughs> get a dog. Dogs are <laughs> they great. They are the most loyal companions you'll ever find. Not to mention, when you get home, you can barely get in the door. Because you're like, what are you doing? I'm just trying to get in the door. And then you're like, oh, I can't be mad at you. And then you pat them. And then they're still in your way. Because <laughs> you love them. And there's a nice hashtag segue into one of the only doco series I've actually watched is Dogs. That is the best. I didn't even know you were... There's a, there's a doco called Dogs? That's a yeah, it's six part. Six part? So six episodes. Please tell me it's not sad. I've bogged my eyes out. Only half of the episodes, all right? I've watched four. Only half? The first episode, I get emotional because the first episode is about, um, it follows mostly a family whose young daughter um, has started having epileptic fits. Mm. And so they go through an organisation to get a dog. Because I've seen labs do it through. Um, yeah, because they can make sure that they don't, you know. They pre-warn them as well in some cases that you're going to have one and they can go lie on a bed and not fall, not hurt themselves. Yeah. And then they're there to comfort them during the epileptic fit. So it's the journey of this family struggling with their daughter's struggles and then learning how to get this dog. And like even the sibling, like you feel so sorry for her because the sister, who's a little bit older, is told you're not allowed to give the dog treats. You can't be the one throwing him the, the ball or giving him the first acknowledgement because that dog needs to know 100% this is the girl he's looking after. If you distract from that, it might not actually help your sister. She, she gets so upset because she loves this dog as well, wants mm. to love it and be a part of its life just the How same. How old are these siblings? The girls, like nine, ten, and then the older girl would be maybe 12. And then the second episode is based in Syria. A, a, a young man flees all of the stuff that's going on there. Um, goes through about six different countries to get to Germany to basically seek refuge, but he has to leave the dog behind. And it's about how he has asked his friend to um, take care of the dog. I think it's been a couple of years, and this is this focuses on him getting the dog back, but it's not as easy as it should be to just get a dog from one place to the other because of where they live. This is a real documentary. This is real, but every episode has a dog at the core. And so it has varied, and I bought Mars at that one because... Syria, let the dog go! <laughs> the family, his best friend, another young guy who'd been looking after the dog all these years had actually grown quite attached to it and had the mother, and they're having to say goodbye to it. And that's where I got a bit upset, like, oh, they didn't ask for this, but they were looking after yeah. it. Now they have to say goodbye, and then you don't know whether they're actually going to be a reunion. Anyway, it goes on that way. It's actually very like heartfelt, especially as a dog owner. Dog. Yeah, you're like... Whew, it's uh, pulls at your heartstrings, that's for sure, but um, it's one of the only docos I've watched. Another Netflix original I do 
I have watched all of and have enjoyed is Glow, Glorious Ladies of Wrestling. Oh my god, how did I not have that on Set my in list? in the 80s. <laughs> how did I not have that on my Here list? Here we go, Common Ground, let's discuss. Uh, well, I don't know if you know, but I'm a big Alison Brie fan. Um, and I'm a huge wrestling fan. I didn't know about the Alison Brie part. Definitely knew about the wrestling part. We've mentioned it here and there. Uh, and the dude who does the, like, the producing choreography for the show, Joe oh, yes. Guerrero, uh, third generation wrestler, oh, cool. huge wrestling family. Yep. Um, uh, the chick, oh, what's her name, the character's name, uh, Miss Welfare or whatever? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, real wrestler. She uh, was known as Amazing Kong, real name is okay, yeah. Kia Stevens. Oh, yeah, it was yeah, great yeah, yeah. to see her because I watched the first couple of episodes and I was like, man, that lady yeah. really looks like Kong. And then it, I was, it clicked finally when I was reading the names and the credits. I was like, that, that, that is Kong. Uh, but yeah, uh, you know it's based on like a real wrestling yes. organization? Yeah, definitely. Uh, that happened in the 80s, yeah. which was, they were trying to push boundaries, I suppose. I guess so. And it literally happened in the sense that they just had like an open casting call. Yeah. And they got some former sports stars, dancers, regular people. Yeah. And they tried tried out at wrestling. Actors, probably like Alison Brie's character. Yeah, correct. Yeah. And I'll let you talk about it. Oh, I just love it. Yeah, it was fun because it's one of those, it's like 20, 30 minutes. So it's real short, sharp and shiny. Yeah. You can watch a few in a row very easily. And it's like, oh, that's the same time frame I would have watched a 45 minute show. And for those out there who might be put off because it's wrestling, don't be. It's brilliant. It's there. The wrestling's not like, um, often that's the background and the setting in which dialogue is occurring or the conflict between the two main women. Mm. So Alison Brie's character is the main, the lead. Mm-hmm. She wants she wants to be a serious actor, uh, and I she, love that opening scene by the way too, where she's cast as the typecast. You know, it's the eighties too, so even a lesser quality. Yeah. <laughs> Her line is like, "Can I help you?" Or something yeah, on the yeah. phone, and that's Can't it. Sir, or something yeah. like that. <laughs> so she deliberately reads the the wrong thing. She's reading the male part. She's being defiant. <laughs> she is, yes. Um, so someone tells her about like a casting call, and then it turns out that it's the wrestling show, and then Mark Moran. Oh my god. Do I love that man? He's, he's a, so good. He's uh, just I can't quote most of the stuff he says because he <laughs> he uses a lot of really <laughs> naughty words. But he's just so angry and just he's brilliant, like as most angry, brilliant people are. I don't know. But I'll let you talk about it. You brought it up. That was essentially yeah. I just really liked. I think someone said I tried to watch it. And I couldn't get into it. I'm like oh I don't know. I just really liked the. The main character, she's got unlikable qualities as well. She does, she really does. Because sure. it sets it up immediately with that she slept yeah, with she's her best friend's an affair. husband. Yeah, yeah. that's and right. Like, oh, I shouldn't like you. But you see that she is resentful for what's happened and uh, remorseful is the word I actually meant to use just then. Not resentful. Or maybe there's resent involved. And then just... Um, her best friend's sort of reaction to her, and then of course they both get involved in the same wrestling, and yeah, then all of the does the whole I'm challenges. Gonna take your gel. Yeah, it's so good and it's funny. <laughs> it is. It's fucking hilarious. Yeah, it's just worth watching just for the. You do laugh out loud, and there's some very very unique characters. They're all oddballs. I love the dynamic between Mark Moran and his his daughter. Yeah, well. season that's two. That's quite I realistic. Think, yeah, season two. I think that really gets better. I think because we know that information. Yeah. To, to begin with. And what else was there? I just like that Kate Nash was in it as well. I love Kate Nash. Which one's that? She's the British one. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know yeah. who Kate Nash is, right? No. The singer. 
Oh my god. Kate Nash. I'm like, I know a Kate Bush. What's <laughs> Kate Bush? <laughs> what? Oh my god. Who's, who the fuck's Kate Bush? All right, we're both having the same reaction. Like, you should know this person. You would know Kate Bush songs. Anyway, let's move on. No, I wouldn't. All right, let's talk about. <laughs> I don't know why I'm fired up at you. <laughs> while, we're probably... while we're fired up, let's talk about a shit Netflix original. Yeah. 13 Reasons Why. What a piece of shit. Yeah. I don't often swear on this, you do. I'll let you take care of that. They really shit the bed on that one. Oh my god. It was just the whole issue of having to glorify suicide, basically, and go, let's do a whole season about waiting for her to kill herself, and then to see it so graphically, and then for her to just have so many issues and not actually seek any help. Like, there was just so much wrong with it. And we had too many young people watching it. Mm-hmm. And you're so afraid that they're getting the wrong messages out of it or finding that that's actually a solution. And, you know, parents needed to be contacted by schools. It wasn't just one school. It was a lot of schools contacting home saying, uh, you, should, you should know there is a show right now called 13 Reasons Why. It's on Netflix. Your children might be watching it without you knowing. You should know that this is what's in it, this is the content, this is what it's solely about. It is, and it's the only reason I tuned into season one to go, okay, what do I need to know about this um, in case I'm asked about it or whatever as a teacher to go, okay, why are we so against this? I need to see that for myself. And I stuck with it for whatever reason, even though I was emotionally depressed by every single minute of every single episode. And for that reason, I'm like, no, nah, I'm not watching season two. I'm not even giving it I watched a it with the ex just sheerly because we were like, what? You were told they were going to clean it up? No, no, no. no. We, we, she read that the... <clears throat> oh, is it Selena Gomez who produced it? Yes, correct. Right. Which is fucking weird. Yeah, me, so um, that she I'm basically... Fired up. I swore again. Whoops. No, it's all right. Um, nah, fuck. Fuck shit ass. <laughs> she... Went against everything that was recommended by the other producers, etc. With saying, you know, showing, the, showing the, the graphic nature of the su- do yeah, not show the suicide. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Do not do this. Do not do that. I can't remember what the list was. But These no, are the producers saying, and Gomez saying, show it. She's saying, well, this this is my vision. People need to see it. And that was that was the only sheer reason we watched it. We were like, okay, how bad is it? And we're both sitting mm. there, and we felt quite. Not always felt uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Like, we were kind of intrigued to see where it went, as you do with any narrative, but at the yeah. end, we were just like, ah, oh, that's really... Because I heard about how that season ends and the, the mortifying scene that's that comes of the second season. I'm like, again, they went and showed something they didn't... Uh, like, we know that this stuff is happening out there. Mm. We get it, but... Uh, are there other ways that we could be showing a narrative of this, maybe with better outcomes or better solutions? Mm-hmm. Um, or strategies to actually get someone through it. And we should say, because we have to, that if you are struggling with things and you need to actually talk to someone and get in contact with the right people. Which reminds me, I need to take my <laughs> daily drug. Uh, thank you, Jade. You're welcome. <laughs> um, so, should we talk quickly about TV shows that Netflix actually saves? Because when we were talking in um, episode six about sitcoms, you mentioned one of your faves, Trailer Park Boys, and the fact that it got to the season... Six or something yeah, yeah. on its own got cancelled. Yeah, well, or not renewed. I because th- by they, whatever network they, they were, were on. on Showcase, which is Canadian, the Canadian version of Showtime. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I knew that. And I, I think all the moving parts, like maybe 
their mm-hmm. longtime director or producer went. The, it was mostly the three main right. actors who wanted to keep the show alive. So what they did after that is they went on world tours, like live shows and shit. Ah, and that. there was so much public interest. They started up their own um, kind of like, not a Netflix-ish, but they okay. started up a thing called SquareNet, which was their, oh. their network. So they had like documentaries and their own TV shows and stuff as the characters and stuff. And then with SquareNet... They broke a deal with Netflix and got right up again, and they're still going. They're still going. Yeah, yeah. still having new seasons. Yeah, so there are a still few... brilliant seasons. That's like, good. For me, it's kind of been a bit hard, in the sense that seeing you can watch it all back to back. A lot of uh, the seasons kind of like gel together. Yeah. So that the, happens. Yeah, yeah. Which it's it's not a bad thing, but no. it's just like there's so many more iconic moments for me from the original stuff. I, and I think it might be an age thing as well. Yeah. So I was I was yeah. a teenager when I first saw Travel Park Boys, and now I'm like an older person, and I'll I'll like I used to watch the episode, tape it, and then watch it again and again. That's and then, right. You next, reflect on it and think about yeah. it again, so it sticks with you a little bit, and then as you said, because it was um, when I first saw it, it was when I had Foxtel for the first time, and I'd watch it, tape it, and they'd be on every night, like Monday yeah. to Friday. So I, it was kind of like the same thing. I could watch it a lot of it in a good block, a ch- yeah. good chunk, but it was still every night, and I was like, ooh, next episode, tomorrow. But that, for me, and Arrested Development, are the only two that comes to mind for me? Is there anything else? There were only a few that I found, but, um, The Killing. The Killing? The Killing. Um, it's a crime series. Is the Australian brought it? No, she's not Australian. Um, check it out. But they had seasons yeah. one, two, and three elsewhere, and Netflix picked it up for a fourth and final season just so that they could give audience a bit of res- a resolution. Yeah. And what I didn't realise either, um, Black Mirror. Black Mirror seasons one and two were elsewhere. Oh, they would have been like Channel 4 or something. Yeah, I don't know. And then, boom, they picked them up and they've got seasons three and four and other new episodes out there. And I just, because... It's where I saw it first. I assumed Black Mirror was a Netflix original, but it's one of the shows that's saved. I remember you telling me going. about that when I first moved back. Yeah. Because you know, I'm looking at my Black Mirror right now. Um, I gave the first, like the first episode I thought was just, was bizarre. Yeah, apparently it's very, very weird. That's why I haven't watched the first episode. Really? All right. Well, mm-hmm. in a nutshell. Something to do with a pig. Yeah. So yeah. There, someone <laughs> I hear violence, about it all the time been told that he needs to fuck a pig or some massive thing will happen, okay. something, but it was a prank, and he, he's told that he has to fuck the pig uh, on a live broadcast for everyone to see, so he does it. It always has something to do with technology, so yeah. that's your live broadcast. And element. it was just some dude who's a good hacker, and then he was like, yeah, lol. Um, oh my whoops. god. And then it's like a year later, and like the dude's wife won't even look at him anymore because he fucked a pig. <laughs> And I was just like, oh, and then I watched the second episode, which I thought was decent, but yeah. it was just, I thought it was just a little dark. A little Not that it was bad, but I was just like, it was that dude that was in Get Out. Yes. He was in that episode. Uh, but yeah, anyway. They're on. getting pretty big stars in well, just one yeah, episode. Bryce Dallas Howard. Is, yeah. Yeah, I like her. Redheads. We've mentioned her before, yeah. Kate Nash is a redhead as well, so you should know this. Yeah, the English girl. I came to my... When you said English, I remember her now. She plays, like, the Doctor in Glow. Like, that's her oh, dress-up calendar. After we go off... After yeah. we wrap. Yes. Uh, let's wrap! <laughs> that's a wrap! Whilst we've wrapped up. It's our outro moment. Put up the <laughs> Kate Nash one. Uh, Don't know why I went into that voice. But, uh, 
That's your Kate Nash voice. <laughs> no, it's just my, that's, that's all right. What else you got? Well, I've got all the Marvel ones listed there. Now, we could save them for a Marvel episode. I think we should definitely do... Because that's going to be a longer a conversation. Netflix Marvel's Originals <laughs> designated... Episode. I'll mention them for what they are, just yep. so people know. Daredevil, Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, Iron Fist, Defenders, Punisher. So we've got all of those, which we could talk about at length. That's in chronological order too, isn't it? I think I did that that way, actually. Yeah, yeah oh. I have. I've done that uh, accidentally. And what's um, on your to-watch list that you haven't watched yet for... Um, yeah, because I still actually am finishing The Punisher, the latest mm -hmm. season, season two. Um, and I'm watching another one that's not a Netflix original. I don't know. I know there are hundreds and hundreds of new upcoming Netflix originals that are yet to come out. Yeah. So I kind of take them in my stride and wait for them to come out. The latest I am watching, I've just started literally two nights ago, was Sex Education. Okay. So that's what I picked up and we'll stick with and watching it through with Scusi. Right on. Well, for me, it's Travelers. Oh, yes. I have no Will idea. Will McCormack, about it. obviously. No, what's Eric McCormack? Yep. Yep. I said Will because of Will and Grace. <laughs> yes. Right on. That came up in my thing, like, you should watch this. I was like, oh. Was, Is that one I'm... a Netflix original? Hmm. Yeah. Um, but I wanted to ask you about it because it looks like something you would have. Yeah, I, I've or been told. By my friend Bonnie to watch it, um, and by Hedge, but I haven't watched it. <laughs> right. But, yeah, that's, it's on my to-watch list. Daredevil Season 3, Punisher Season 2. Just finished that. Of course. Yep. And Murder Mountain, documentary Murder series. Murder Mountain, okay. So there's, I'm not 100% sure where, but somewhere in the States, there's, like, this secluded mountain town. And okay. And if you live there, basically, you grow pot. <laughs> okay. And it's... It's very, it's, yeah, it looks interesting. Okay, it's yeah. like a, I think it's a 10 part series, so it'll be interesting to find out. And I guess I'll get a lot of my looking to forward to is the continuations of, of these shows, like the new season of Glow, Mindhunter, yes, Stranger Things, yeah. Atypical. Yep. So. Are, are they doing a season two of Mindhunter? I thought that yeah. was on the chopping blocks. I and believe so. Oh. They literally just have done a bunch of TV renewals, so there'll be an IMD list within the week about what's been renewed and cancelled, so we can <laughs> check that out. Just while we're on Mindhunter, do you want to yeah. give a quick synopsis of what that show's about? Because me, being a serial killer fan... You already have. I have? In episode... God damn it! Because I also referred to the doco series Confession Tapes, which is where a lot of the stories come from where they interview the serial killers. Yeah, I need to watch that as well. Yeah, I actually haven't seen it, so add that to your list. Yeah. But did you have any Netflix original movies to just shout out? Yes. Because I didn't, and I'd love to be reminded of some right. and to see what I've seen. I can only think of a handful that I've seen, and most of them are silly. I could only think of Annihilation, so you're already right. ahead of me. <laughs> so I'll leave the, the one that actually I really enjoyed and I will recommend to everybody for okay. last. But Finish on a high. Uh, well, we'll get to the high in a moment then, Lee. Alright, so <laughs> every no that's a that's a documentary series, my friend. Damn it. <laughs> um every Adam Sandler movie on Netflix. <laughs> Sandy he's got a Wexler, lot of originals. He's got another one coming out six. with Jennifer Aniston. So Actually, oh wait, a Netflix original with yeah, Jennifer yeah. Aniston. Anyway, um none of them are overly bad, but they are not what you would call good. Um, one of them is with like Kevin James. He's yeah. like an assassin. Well that's it's one of his movies, okay. but Sandler's not in it. I did uh, watch that though. Like Confessions of a real international spy or something. Yeah. It's a very Kevin James film. Okay. If you're like 10 years That's old. That's what it's called. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. You'd probably enjoy it. Um, so the dudes from uh, Workaholics, 
They've yep. got their little production company and they did some stuff in association with uh, Netflix, so Game Over Man. Mm-hmm. And uh, they also did one that none of them really star in, but it's a bunch of teenagers. It's called The Package and they're out in the woods having a party time. I've heard of it, yeah. Okay, so a common theme in both these films yep. is a dude gets their dick cut off. So Excellent. Do watch, don't watch, I don't know. <laughs> but it's it's very it's very painful to see if you're a dude. Uh, actually, you actually see it? Oh, there's a lot of visuals. Uh, visual cues. Well, no, you don't see the dick see getting it, cut it, off, no, but you but... see people holding the dick and stuff. Okay. Like, <laughs> we need to get this dick reattached. There's a Grey's Anatomy episode like that where it's been cut off. Yeah, so they're in a hospital though. So I know, I know, but it's still like we're still seeing it, and knowing that it's there. But quickly, Game Over Man's kind of like a massive spoof of okay. Die Hard, basically. Oh wow! Uh, but full on comedy with mm. all the workaholic guys. So oh, if wow. you like the workaholic dudes, it's worth You'll watching. Like this, yeah. And the package is basically a bunch of unknowns, uh, young teenagers who are just having a blow off before they go back to school. So they go out in the woods to go get drunk. Yep. But uh, someone accidentally cuts the dick off. So the, the rest of the story is they needed... Oh, wow. Oh, so he gets helicoptered out of the, the middle of the woods. They yep. think they've given him a cooler with the dick, but they've given him a cooler with a couple of beers. So oh, they okay. To, they need to get out of Wrong the woods. Wrong package. Yep. They, they need to get Plus out of the Plus you refer to that as your package as well. Yeah, so yeah. twofold. <laughs> it, it fits perfectly. Second to last, the movie Bright with... Yeah, I watched that. Our lovely Australian man. Great soundtrack. I downloaded that. It's decent, yeah. Yeah. And one of my favourite directors. And they're doing a sequel. Get out of town. It's been... It's happening. It's happening. Good stuff. Yeah. I thought that was... It made a lot of... It made Netflix a lot of money, just like Bird Box has. Like, whether you liked it or not, everyone's watched it and it's made them money. Yeah. yeah. It was unique. I like it. It was. Yeah. Definitely. And it still had that general theme from that director, whose name eludes me right now, but he's the one that did Fury, Suicide Squad, oh, Training okay. Day, all yeah, that Yeah, okay. So, like, that East LA... Yeah. Yep. Travelling in a car with your homie thing. We need to get out. Racial themes as well. Yeah, yeah, yep. always with that. And lastly, Beast of No Nation. Idris Elba. Set in... Ah, oh, I've seen that on there. It's full on. It's... So it's... it's Political? In a sense, yeah. Yep. So it's one of those... Uh, this is going to sound really culturally insensitive to me, but one of those African countries that mm-hmm. are just, you know, war-torn and okay. violent and all that kind of stuff. So this young boy, he he's just, you know, living life and then their town gets absolutely destroyed by this army. Mm-hmm. He escapes, then he kinda gets taken by this like rebel army where Idris Alba's the general and okay. he's basically got boy soldiers. Oh, right. So this guy gets he becomes a boy soldier and it kind of follows them with that and apparently Idris Alba spent like uh, months, maybe even year, like planning for the, he produced it as well okay. i believe um so he met with like one of these generals of wow. boy soldiers and stuff just so he could pick up the mannerisms and all that kind of mm-hmm. shit and he does it in a fucking phenomenal job i yeah. highly recommend watching it it'll probably make you feel very uncomfortable and you'll probably yeah. cry but um i probably will yeah especially if i'm just if i'm home alone i'll cry if someone's watching it with me i'll hold it back yeah and then you'll cry later <laughs> and i'll cry later <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah that's that to me is the Best Netflix movie, original movie. Yeah, right. And, yeah, it's... Would have had to have won some awards. I'm just talking out my honey now. <laughs> I'm sure it has. There's so many different awards that you're not aware of that yeah. are out there. So, so many. I did just think as well, I've watched two episodes of Titans. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. so now... very strategically gotten rid of Team 
being teen, they're all teen titan characters like Robin who becomes Nightwing. Um, they've done that strategically so they actually can say this is a pitch for an older audience even though they're a younger cast, not young, but younger. Uh, so they can be very brutal <laughs> with the fight scenes, which they have done so far. When I saw the trailer, to me, it really felt like a, not a throwback, but it mm. looked a lot like Heroes to me. Okay. Did What was your thought when you first saw the trailer? Because it, like, it's I mean, kind of got that bright, you know... Yeah, I didn't even think of Heroes. Yeah. I just thought like it looked more fast-paced and it's going to be... I just thought it was interesting taking away the title of Teen. Mm -hmm. And I also just went into comic mode and went, who of these characters do I actually know? I wasn't really familiar with any. Having watched it, I knew obviously Robin slash Nightwing and I know of Hawkman, but I didn't know of these other characters who are all legit. I checked them in my oh, D yeah. DC encyclopedia. That's like when Suicide Squad came out. Yeah, yeah like, who are, who's Boomerang? Yeah. Like, you didn't know who Captain Boomerang nah, is? No, I didn't know that one. You suck. And that guy, he's now playing two Australian characters. Why can't we cast Australians in these roles? Captain Boomerang is Australian. That guy is? It's Jai Courtney. Really? Yeah. Because he's the one that's in Storm Boy, right? I don't know. Terrible. It's Jai Courtney. He's the guy that played Jack McLean in the, the latest Die Hard movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He is Australian. Okay, I did yeah. not know that. Maybe I'm thinking of someone else. He looks like another actor, and I can't think who that is right now. He's got a doppelganger out there for sure. Are you talking about the guy that was in Maniac? Uh, the redhead guy? I can't remember. Alright, but yeah, Jai, Jai Courtney. Let me tell you where he's from. He's from Sydney, New South Wales. He's born the same year as us. Good year. And you know what else he was in? That was the first thing that I saw him in. Mm. That TV show you gave me that you didn't like. That you didn't like or I didn't like? You didn't like, which is why I took it off your hands. Uh, Spartacus. I did not like it, but I just wasn't going to finish the collection, so I gave it to you. He had, like, he was a viro. He had, like... Oh, wow, really? And a lot of Australian New Zealand actors shitty, in that series. like, curls. You remember the, the white guy with the shitty curls? No. Anyway, that was him. In there. a lot of white guys. <laughs> and he was also in um, that Terminator movie, Genesis. He was... Oh, um, yeah, yeah. He was Reese, Carl Reese. Yeah, yep, yep. He's Australian! Ah, oh. <laughs> I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> it's not usually you with the accent, so I'll drink to that. Um, and I would suggest, suggest what, to you to watch Annihilation. I will Definitely eventually. going back to that. I've got District 9 of yours to watch and I still yes. need to watch all the newsroom, so I will Not get easy. to it eventually. Nice. That might be a wrap. Yeah, fucking yeah. Oh god. <laughs> we'll see you next time. Or will you? Thank you for tuning in this week. You can find our episodes on Podbean, not another podcast with two T's dot podbean dot com. And we're also on Facebook and on Instagram with two T's also. We'll see you next week. And that's a wrap.